Hello and welcome back to the Wyatt Mason Experience, a show about the interpersonal relationship between brothers. Final episode today. I'm glad y'all are here. We're going to get straight into it today. I'm talking about power within the relationship between you and your brother. It's been a great, um, you know, 10 weeks. I'm so glad I've been able to be here with y'all talking about the relationship between brothers. I truly love my brother with everything I got. This is a very important relationship. It's going to be important to y'all if y'all have a brother. And so I would just like to say it's been great pushing through these weeks with you. We want to push through this one as we talk about power between the relationship of brothers. Now, in the interpersonal communication textbook by Justin DeVito, he talks about power. And he has to talk about power in the sense that, you know, you got a lot of influence. All right. There's a lot of different th- ways to say that. But one thing that's just important to think about is, in general, you're someone's brother, right? So, especially in my situation. Let me say, this is where I'm speaking from. I have a younger brother. He's four years younger than me. You have a ton of influence over him. You have a ton of influence over the people around you. This is a super important thing that you got to be thinking about. And it can be tough to think about it. Because, you know, there was a point where I was, um, you know, 10. My brother's six. It's like, I'm not really thinking about how my influence is affecting my brother's life. But in reality, it is. And now, as a 19-year-old who has a 15-year-old brother, I can still be thinking about this. Like, my brother, he has... I have some kind of influence over him. There's positive influence. There's negative influence. For example, let's talk about the positive influence. Like my brother, he he be wearing he'll wear like clothes like I wear. He'll wear, he'll cheer he'll be interested in sports that I'm interested in. He's played sports that I played. I played basketball and soccer growing up. He played ba- basketball and soccer growing up. That's what he's interested in. He played the video games I played. You know, I played all these video games that are famous growing up. He played the same ones because we share the same consoles. He took a liking to the same things. He's always trying to, not only is he trying to be good at the same things I'm good at a lot of the time, but he's also pushing to be better than me. One thing that's important is your brother's going to be one of those, he's going to be the premier person in your life pushing you man your brothers can push you like no one else because they're there every single day and they're pursuing you and even though there's an age gap and a size gap between me and my brother but still the kid pushes me every day and he pushes me to be better like i don't want to lose to my little brother are you kidding me so there's that positive power where you can bounce off of one another and keep working and then there's um I think of it as negative power. I'm just using these terms that I'm talking about real quick. We'll get into the communication book. We'll get into the pastoral interpersonal communication book. These are great books and these are important, but I'm just coming from my personal experience with power in light of what I've been reading recently. There's there's something I think of as negative power and influence, which is like, so me and my brother, he, he don't want to be exactly like me, right? First of all, he's trying to push to be better than me and stuff, but also like I growing up, I've been a University of Michigan fan. Go Wolverines. Let's go Blue. Anyway, the University of Michigan, I've been cheering for it. My great-grandpa was a University of Michigan fan. My cousins are University of Michigan fans. You know, it was a family thing. So I've been sticking with the University of Michigan since I was a young kid. And the thing is, my brother, he's a Michigan State fan. Now, you know, I love the kid. Regardless of the faults uh, that he has, we all have faults, right? Like he's a Michigan State fan. I can be prideful, different things like that. But 
I love the keys. He's an a Michigan State fan though, and primarily I see that that's that was at least at an early age. That's the pushback against me, right? Like he doesn't. He wants he he wanted the team against my team to win because he wanted to see me lose. Because you know brothers be competing like that. It's kind of wild, but it's good. And so he was pushing for Michigan State to win, and I'm pushing for Michigan to win. And I mean. I mean, if we're talking about college football, look who's in a good spot now. But we don't need to talk about that. This is a broadcast about brothers after all, right? So it's just you have that negative influence where he's going to push back negatively against you too. Like he's going to go against you. And that's part of the it's, – it's, it's kind of a spectrum. It's kind of, it's kind of gray area, I feel like. Because that positive influence can be negative influence depending on how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? My brother, it's positive because I'm competing. But it's negative because it's against me. There's good and there's bad. And it's really how you look at it, right? Like, you can be upset that your brother's always pushing against you. And it can be mad annoying sometimes. Let me tell you, my little brother pushing pushing for Michigan State all the time. It's just like, I get it, you like it. But you're just going against me, bro. Like, I'm winning, whatever. But also, it's like, ex- enjoy the healthy competition while you have it. And enjoy your brother because it's a unique opportunity. It's special. And you don't um, you don't get that. You don't get that in in every way with every relationship. This is unique to your brotherhood. DeVito talks about how power can increase or decrease. I'm going to talk about this in my own life. I've seen it. Distance between me and my brother now. I'm in college. I'm two states away from the kid, geographically speaking. And, like, I just don't see him as much anymore. He's not getting influenced by me. He's getting influenced by the people in the school, by my parents, by his, my sister, who's still with him. I have less of an influence now, and I definitely still have an influence now, right? Like, we're still brothers. We'll always be brothers, but this less. It's less than we used to have. And then, obviously, it can increase also. You know, my brother's influence on me has increased over the years. Like, he used to be a tiny little baby. Like, what? how is that changing me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, look, the cute baby. But it's like, I'm, he, like his actions are not going to, like, convict me and make me want to be more like him. But now... I can see things in my brother that I genuinely admire, that I genuinely, you know, they affect me and they influence me. And in that way, my brother has a little bit of power over me, I would say. So that's just always something to think about. Power dynamics can change as well, which is a very unique part of the brotherhood, um, of the brother of brotherhood, I should say. Dominance. Next, we got Blake Neff in the pa- A Pastor's Guide to Interpersonal Communication. He talks about dominance, you know, and he talks about dominance he says it refers to a conversational control right and then you gotta be loving too right because you can be dominant in conversation i know i know more than my brother i got four years on him i know a little bit more right i'm ahead of i'm ahead in school so it's like naturally it's just that's the big relationship your big brother's usually gonna know a little bit more than you right but like i can't just be dominant like more often than not i'm trying to listen to my brother he doesn't need someone to come in and dominate conversations and tell him all this stuff. You don't want to be around people like that. I'm trying to listen to little bro. Just enjoy the kid. Uh, maybe if I have wisdom that I've gained that he still doesn't have, of course I'm going to lovingly offer it to him, especially if he asks. You know, a lot of people don't want don't want that unless they ask. But, you know, be willing to offer it. But, like, I don't need to. He's going to grow, right? With time, he's in the church, he's in the family. He's got a lot of growing to do outside of me. So it's just like I need to be careful with how I assert myself and how I am dominant with him. Because it's, it's just a very 
it's not something you want to abuse. You're going to be with this person probably most of the rest of your life. Siblings are one of the most like time-consuming relationships of your life. So it's just like be loving and caring with it. Be loving with your brother. Love your brother. Cultivate that relationship because this is such a unique relationship for you. You're never going to get it. You're not going to get it from anyone else. So love that dude. Appreciate him. And just keep pursuing him. Brotherhood is a life of a lifelong pursuit to better each other and to love each other the right way. Keep pushing it. Keep loving your brothers. Thank you for listening to the White Mason Experience. It's been a great 10 weeks. I hope that I've helped you at least in a one or two ways, a few. Love your brother. Think about the relationship with your brother. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.